0: Hey, thanks for tuning into the So I Was Thinking Podcast.
1: If you would like to support us, it would really mean a lot if you could subscribe and share this with your friends and family.
0: With that being said, let's get right into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back for episode three, four, four, (laughs) episode four. Uh, If you're a new listener, I would encourage you to go to our Instagram at So I Was Thinking Podcast underscore podcast. Um, there we upload um, whenever, or we we post a picture every time we're, we upload, so
1: that's pretty cool. We do things. You can stay in yeah. touch.
0: You can interact with us, and maybe your idea will be featured in a further episode. Exactly. And, of course, this episode wouldn't be possible without Rabbit Hole Records. If you would like to record a uh, podcast, album, song, uh, your church's Moment of Silence... Chris is your guy Just hit him up At rabbit hole records On Instagram So Felipe What are we talking about today?
1: Today's episode was actually One of our We did like a and a type thing Not mm-hmm. really But we had people submit Like ideas and topics On Instagram a few weeks ago And we're gonna combine two We're gonna talk about forgiveness And we're gonna talk about grace And what grace means And God's grace And, and forgiveness And we're gonna Make it one big episode. Um, cool. Yeah. So, where should we start? Should we talk about forgiveness? How do you forgive people that hurt you? How do you forgive people? Why should you forgive people that hurt you? All of that stuff. What are your thoughts?
0: I mean, forgiveness is one of those things where it's easier said than done, right? Because forgiving forgiving people that have hurt you kind of kind of s- sucks to be quite frank but like it's it's kind of what we're supposed to do as Christians and I think a good uh, like a good thing to keep in mind when you're how do I put this a good thing to like just remember is that like we all deserve the same thing which is hell but through Christ, like, we all have an equal chance to be better, so we should treat everybody um, with forgiveness just like um, Jesus forgave us.
1: Yeah, and it's good that you said that because, like, one of one of our commandments in the New Testament, Paul writes that we should forgive as we've been forgiven. Um, Jesus actually tells a story about a guy who— Had an issue with forgiveness, so he had a debt to to his king, and it was a huge debt that he couldn't repay, and he felt guilty, and he was like, "Hey, listen, I don't think I'm gonna be able to pay this back." And dude says, "You know what? Like, you're good, man. You're forgiven. Like, I'm I'm gonna forgive your debt." And and then uh, homeboy turns around, and there's some guy that owed him money, and he and he goes up to dude, and he's like, "Hey, listen, give me my money," you know, and he tries to throw this guy in jail, and he tries to like, you know, put this guy like pretty much take away his livelihood for the sake of him not being able to pay him back. And when the King finds out, the King is like, who do you think you are? Like, don't you, don't you get how forgiveness works? Um, and I think often we're like that, right? Like we, I think we, as Christians, we, we, we love the idea of forgiveness that we've been forgiven for our sins, but we hold on to unforgiveness often. We hold on to bitterness often. We hold on to grudges and, and people that have wronged us. And and we hold on to that stuff because we think, you know, like we deserve better. We deserve to be treated a certain way. We be des- we you know, like because you know, whatever, because now I'm righteous because whatever I deserve to be to be forgiven whenever I mess up. But a lot of times we don't want to forgive people when they mess up against us,
0: yeah, because this all goes back to having Jesus as our standard. Like, um Jesus, if you look at the people. Uh, Jesus surrounded himself with the twelve disciples they weren't the uh, up and coming like Jewish like had Jewish people like they were the Pharisees yeah I, I was blanking on the right word but they were like fishermen tax collectors doctors just kind of an amalgamation of like all different walks of life but Jesus didn't see it like that Jesus saw it as like People who could bring different things to the table, hmm. and like, like, look at how well that turned out for Jesus. Like, he had these people who were just, even though they had all different walks of life, were still so passionate about Jesus. And I think sometimes we forget that, um, like, people show their passion in different ways. Like, it's yeah. easy for an extrovert to get frustrated with an introvert because they just express their passion in very different ways Mm -hmm. and so sometimes it can be extremely difficult for said extrovert to like serve christ alongside the introvert and like that's where some of the forgiveness and grace needs to come in and be like you're doing your thing i'm doing my thing of course some we all need to put be put in place every once in a while but we also need to have that understanding that people go at different speeds and it's all good
1: yeah and not only that i think when somebody hurts you like when you have a genuine like thing in in a friendship or relationship or whatever the case might be where you've like genuinely been hurt you you kind of don't want to forgive Oh, yeah. And sure. it's not even like Christian or not Christian, like just in relationships in general. Like it's it, you don't. It's easy for you to be like, hey, you know what? Like, uh, what do people say all the time? And it's like, you know what? Like, we're good. Like, but don't ever talk to me again. Like, we're good. But like, back up, you know, like
0: <laughs> hands off.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know what? Like, you hurt me. Like, get out of my life. And, you know, like forgiveness is, is not about that. I mean, like, obviously you need to be smart and you need to like protect yourself and protect your heart and protect your life. But like when it comes to forgiveness, like we don't, we don't necessarily, we're not given that option as, as Christ followers, because if we're supposed to forgive people the way Jesus forgave us, Jesus forgives a lot of things that Mm -hmm. we've done. Like a lot of things that we've done.
0: Yeah. Imagine, imagine Jesus uh, loving us at arm's length every time we sinned. like mm-hmm. that's just not how it works, and that's the difficult reality that we have to live with. That mm-hmm. like we have to forgive people in that same way.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where grace comes in, right? Because like the idea of grace is is an idea that is unique to Christianity as a whole. In mm-hmm. um, every other religion and every other, you know, like major way of thinking, you know, like in terms of spirituality, you have to work for your way to righteousness. You have to work for your way to, in a sense, earning your spot in heaven or the afterlife or your new life or whatever the case might be. And in Christianity, no. yeah, And and we're given this grace that doesn't make sense. And one of the questions somebody asked was, can you, um, Oh, I wish I had it in front of me. Can you abuse God's grace? Mm. Can you abuse God's grace? Ro, what do you think?
0: I think when you start to follow Christ and you, like, pick up his burden, I think that's what he said that one time when he's like, when you follow me, like, carry my burden because it's light or whatever. I don't know the specific verse. (laughs) Anyway, I think when you do that, God, like, because of God's grace... Like, God's grace uh, wipes the slate clean. Mm. All your past wrongs have been righted. Now you go and live without your sin. Like, you wouldn't make a mistake at work, and then your boss is like, forget it ever happened. Or you get a new job, clean slate. Mm -hmm. But then you go right right back into doing the old mistake you were making at your previous job, like you wouldn't do that, but, and so I think that's what we need to do, and it's the same woman, like the woman caught in adultery, right? After Jesus, when they were about to stone her, Jesus said, "The first person without, or the person without sin, throws the first stone," and slowly everybody walked away until it was just. Jesus and this woman mm-hmm. and Jesus said to her go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. And I think the sin no more is very important because when we're saved by Jesus, he calls us us uh, sorry, calls us to go and sin no more. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah. And
1: I think too like when when we think about it like the idea of of grace is so foreign to us because we 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 think we can earn a lot of things like right especially in our culture and our context we have to earn a lot of like what we get into so, like we have to earn the better paycheck we have to earn our raise we have to earn you know like our homes in a sense like we have to earn that new car we have to earn that social status um and if if we think as grace is something that we can bestow on ourselves then it becomes cheap grace it becomes something that's that's like easily like you don't really care about it you know like Mm -hmm. the idea of like when you're a kid and and your parents buy you presents right like you can if you if you understand like how much it, it costs your parents to actually get you that one thing whether it's clothes whether it's food whether it's toys like your parents had to work hard to buy those things for you and yes they give it to you for free they don't expect anything in return But when you're when you're young, you don't really think about that stuff. And so like you don't care if that toy breaks because you think mom and dad can get you another one. You don't care if you get holes in your jeans a week into wearing new jeans because mom and dad can just buy you a new pair of jeans. Like you don't really think about that stuff. But that's the same idea with Grace, right? Like we, we sometimes treat Grace as if like, oh, that's okay. Like there's more of it. Yes, there absolutely is. Like like Paul writes like where there was where where sin abounded like grace abounded even more right like so there's always more grace to make up for our sins but that doesn't mean that we get to treat like grace like it's a box of Kleenex like that 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 little bit of grace that we get means and costs so much mm-hmm. like to think the idea that like God gave his life for us to receive the gift of grace like that is that is in an, an an immeasurable gift that we can't necessarily comprehend and so i think you know like in, in, when it comes to forgiveness when it comes to grace like we're we're living with this idea that um we expect we expect people to like respond and Oh, I have no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought. But we, we think like, okay, let's go back to forgiveness. So like with forgiveness, when we when we forgive people and we win, and when people ask for forgiveness, like, like think about how much like it takes for you to forgive somebody if somebody asks for forgiveness, depending on the level of how wrong they did, right? Like if somebody steps on your shoe, you're like, okay, whatever, no big deal. But if somebody like breaks your heart and they go like, you know, or, um, you know, like somebody, oh, one of your close friends like stabs you in the back. And they ask for forgiveness like you're like Do you think it's this easy for me to forgive you you think it, it like you think just saying some words is going to turn things around mm-hmm. right and it's the same in our relationship with god like like jesus calls us to repentance like you said right like actually turning from the things because it's not like like it's not like you can just be like ah you know whatever like god god is going to forgive me and then just go right back to doing what you were doing like like I think there is a process where, where like you slowly give up things that like used to weigh you down. Um, and we can talk more about that, but like there, there are things in your life that like, it's like repentance is a change of mindset where you're like, no, you recognize that what I was doing is wrong and I need to change. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you have that, you begin to understand grace that man like this, for me to be able to just say, God, forgive me like this, this is intense. This costs this costs something.
0: Yeah. I, I just kind of want to build off of something you said. Um, You, you had said something about how, like when your best friend uh, stabs you in the back, mm-hmm. like every part of you wants to say like, no, you think it's that easy to, or for me to forgive you and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think this really goes back to our citizens of heaven episode where we talked about standing out as Christ followers Hmm. Everybody around you expects you not to forgive that person. Everybody around you expects to shun them. Everybody around you expects you to treat them this way or that. But as Christians, think of how much we stand out when even though somebody backstamps us, we're able to forgive them and love them in the way Christ loves us. Yeah. Um, I also... So, Side point, my main point was I, I actually have a verse for us. It's uh, Colossians 3, 5 through 14, and it says, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorta- immorality, yeah, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. But I think that's really important because it talks about dying to yourself and picking up the things of Christ, looking mm. beyond earthly things and focusing on Jesus. And I feel like that's a big part. And then that final part about for, uh, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And then in all of these things, kind of tie it neatly with a bow, the bow being love. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap
1: your present with the bow of love.
0: Like, you can't have forgiveness without the love.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, I was kind of ignoring you. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. But, like, you can't have forgiveness without the love. Like. And I think forgiveness without the love is being like, yeah, I forgive you. But still having it deep in your heart, like, I'm not letting them near, like they can go away, like... Exactly. They're not getting any close... Like, they're not getting close, and then, like, your secret desire is to watch them suffer, right? Yeah. That got dark, but... <laughs>
1: I mean, but it's true, though. Like, yeah. whenever somebody wrongs you, you're like, man, mm, I hope you get hit by a car. <laughs> you know, like When I'm driving in traffic and somebody cuts me off, like, the first thing I think is not forgiveness. It's like, man, <laughs> I wish that okay. semi just... No, I'm, but, you know, like... <laughs> It's so it's so easy it's so easy to like like you and you feel justified in that though right like in Mm -hmm. all those things like when somebody wrongs you you feel justified but as Christ followers like um, when Jesus asked us to like pick up our cross and follow Him daily that means surrendering our rights to be mad. Mm-hmm. That means surrendering our, our rights to hold on to bitterness, because when you're wrong, like in a way, you kind of feel like you have a right to, to be mad. You feel like you have a right to be angry and you feel like you have a right to just be like, you know what? No, he did me wrong. You know, like or they that person really, really, really messed me up um, like they, they did irreparable damage to our friendship, to our relationship, whatever the case might be. But like that's not what taking up your cross is about. It yeah. means it means you 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 say you know what like God I don't want to do this, I absolutely do not want to forgive this person, but you forgive me, yeah, and I know who I am.
0: I wanna I wanna single out the one verse, uh, verse eight in that passage uh, where it says, "But now you must rid all, you must, sorry, can't read, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things: anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips, like." I think that's kind of the goal like in order to forgive somebody you can't be mad at them you can't slander them you can't mm. talk dirty about them <laughs> pause <laughs> but like you can say you forgive people but until you start acting like it mm-hmm. you haven't actually forgive forgiven somebody and it can be really hard yeah a lot of the times we don't want to but rarely does jesus ever ask us whether or not we want to do something
1: exactly and it stunts your growth right like if you're unable to forgive people if you're unable to um like push past you know like being hurt and and mind you like there is a time and a place to like you sometimes you it takes a while to process being hurt right sometimes it takes a while for you to be like you know what like i'm i'm over this or whatever but like the longer you delay it like like the more you let bitterness stay in your heart and that makes you the bitter person like everybody says like you you know holding on to bitterness or unforgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die and it's true Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and, and it's, it's, it's funny because like, especially now, if you, if you're on social media at all, I've seen so many people already, and I'm, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here because go ahead, it, it needs to be done. But like, I've seen so many people already say stuff like, if you vote a certain way, I will never forgive you. And it's like, okay. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. We're just gonna be angry for the next however many years of our lives. Like you will never forgive this person. Like you're you just want to hold on to bitterness for that long. And I understand that you might disagree. You might have different views. You might whatever. But like you're really ready to hold on to bitterness for that long. Like. Like you can sit down and you can have a conversation. That's one thing. But like to say I'm not gonna forgive you. I'm, you know, like, and it, it's not just that. Like I've been in situations. I've had, I've had people that you know were really, really close to me. And then out of nowhere, it's just like I have no idea where the friendship went. I have no idea. And I, I held on to unforgiveness for years. And like I would, you know, you'd bring that person up, and I be like, no, I don't want to talk about him. You know, or if I, you know, like. If I thought that I might see them somewhere, I'd go hide, you know, in the bathroom or something like I just don't want to deal with you. But like, I'll never forget. I was sitting at like uh, at your house and we were at the kitchen table. and We were talking about forgiveness or something. And I like out of the blue text this person. I was like, you know what? Like I've I've been so angry at you for so many years and and I'm sorry, you know, like I've, mm-hmm. I forgive you. I don't even know what you did to make me mad. And that and that's funny that bitterness does that. Right? Like it gets to a point where you're just mad and you don't even remember why. And I didn't remember why I was mad at this guy. But I just I just texted and I was like, you know what? I'm so sorry that I've held on to bitterness for this long. I'm so sorry that I've I've made you a villain in my mind for for years. Yeah. And at this per at this point, like this person probably has no idea. They probably forgot all about it. Like they've probably forgiven me for whatever. And I don't remember what the situation is, honestly, but like um Yeah, it's been years. And it took me, you know, it was only a few months ago that I was like, I forgive you.
0: Mm -hmm. And this goes back to what I said a little bit earlier, where it's like, if you look at the people that Jesus chose to kind of like bring together, you have the tax collector and then the fisherman. Like, think of how opposite those people must have or I don't know which is which, but they must have hated each other. Mm -hmm. Like they probably hated each other's guts. They were arch enemies, but in their common goal, which was to follow Christ, they were, they formed like a brotherhood and they, they formed a religion and they were like one in Christ. And isn't that really cool? Yeah. If you're not able to form, like why aren't you able to form a brotherhood? With someone with your complete opposite. Yeah. Because, like, that's what Jesus calls you to be. Yeah, He doesn't say, go find your people and chill with them and be with them and just be comfortable. God calls us to a life of being uncomfortable, putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations with people we're not comfortable with.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that verse that you read, Colossians three eleven, it says here there's no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all in all. And really like it, Jesus levels the playing ground for everybody. Right? Like you don't you don't it, it's not rich, poor, black, white, Republican, Democrat. It's we you know, like if you follow yeah. Jesus, it we're on a level playing field and it's it's one of us. Going back to this um grace thing for a second there's this book that i love um it's really really long it's really really old it's called the cost of discipleship it's by a german theologian named diedrich bonhoeffer and he wrote he writes this such grace is costly because it causes us to follow and it's grace because it calls us to follow jesus christ it's costly because it costs a man his life and it is grace because it gives a man the only true life it's costly because it condemns sin and grace because it justifies the sinner above all it is costly because it cost god this the life of his son you were bought at a price and what costs god so much cannot be cheap for us above all it is grace because god did not reckon his son too dear a price to pay for our life but delivered him up for us costly grace is the incarnation of god that's good grace is the person of jesus christ Mm -hmm. Right. And we we talk about, can you abuse grace? Absolutely. You can abuse grace. Think about how often we slander Jesus and we don't even know it, or we don't even mean to, right? Mm -hmm. Like every time we don't forgive people, it's we're we're, we're raising up the price of grace and we're making, or we're actually cheapening the price of grace and we're making it less than what it is. Mm -hmm. Or we're making grace exclusive. I get grace and you don't. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like yeah you can abuse grace yeah you can abuse god's grace but the good news is like when it changes in your heart when you realize that god's grace is 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 wonderful and expensive and costly and it's going to cost you everything to live in it because it costs god everything to give it to you it'll it'll change your life but but until then if you treat grace like don't worry there's more Like, you know what? I'm going to go on sinning for a while because there's grace to spare. I'm going to go on doing whatever I want because there's, you know, like grace doesn't really run out. Um, You know, like that's, that's a good thing about the Bible, man. That's a good thing about (laughs) Jesus is that he's just going to keep on forgiving me. It's like, no, he will. But like, really? Mm -hmm. The fact that he died for you doesn't mean anything. The fact that like he, he gave his life, like, you know, like I, it's funny like even even in my life, like when people uh they're like I do stuff for people all the time, and I don't expect anything in return, but then every once in a while, like like you do something for somebody and then like they'll do something like a few days later or a few weeks later, or they'll say something to you where it makes it seem like you know like all the things that you do for them means nothing, it's like what, mm-hmm. you know it's like what do you don't you see like all the things I do, don't you see like how much I give to you, don't you see how much I do for you and, and you just think our friendship or our relationship means nothing, like that's what how you want to treat our relationship like, wow that kind of sucks yeah
0: um, I think we also can't so we talk about like accepting Jesus in our hearts and I think the difference between somebody who is like I've been saved by Jesus. Um, I've been saved by Jesus. His forgiveness is new every day. So I'm just gonna go out, live my life, and then he's gonna forgive me, and mm-hmm. then bada bing, bada boom. Like, that's not being a real Christian. A real Christian follows Jesus, understands the meaning of what Jesus did, and when you accept that, that's when Jesus that's when you're a Christian. That's when like Jesus is something real to you. It's not just something, it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's mm, a,
1: that's good.
0: Like, oh, you lost my... My bad, yeah. my bad. Seriously, dude, off. come on. <laughs> but, like, it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's something that you live by. It's something that you, day in and day out, you you think about how you can be better at it. Like, you don't, you don't say you're a football player if you just play two hand touch every Wednesday. Yeah. Like you're a football player when you go to practice every day, when you go to every game, when you like put in the time and effort, that's when you become a football player and you yeah. get really good at it. You don't get good at it by just doing it whenever you feel like it.
1: Yeah. You're not an Instagram model because you have an iPhone Pro Max and you can take good <laughs> pictures, you know? <laughs> That's completely irrelevant. <laughs> it reminded me of that. I think this is a good segue into our next episode. Somebody, we had some really good questions, and I think we we're going to do this again in a in a few weeks and and throw out there some topics that you guys want to hear about. But somebody asked us, "Can you be a like? Can you be a good Christian? Can you be a bad Christian? What does that look like?" And I think this is a great segue into that next episode.
0: Ooh, <laughs> smooth like mayonnaise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mayonnaise is chunky. See, I was
0: that's gonna go for That's probably not true. I was gonna go for butter, but then I was like, I'm not really sure. Like, that's too smooth like Smooth like ranch. And then I was thinking molasses, but mayonnaise came
1: molasses.
0: out. Molasses. <laughs> so yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of So I Was Thinking. If you like us. Uh, follow us also buy some merch it's super comfortable <laughs> it is we're wearing it right now thank you
0: for tuning into this episode of so i was thinking if you liked what you heard feel free to like subscribe and share with your friends and family can't wait to see you for the next episode peace, peace out, out.